Hey, queen. What's up, girl? Welcome back to Cash In On Confidence. It's your girl, the Tiffany Wynn, and today's episode is so good. Oh my gosh, you're going to be obsessed with this. We haven't had a special guest on the show in a really long time, but today we have Kenzie Stribe here with us from Feel Good Social, and the conversation that we had was so juicy. I could have talked to Kenzie for hours because we just had so much in common with the way that we approach growing a business on social media. So you guys are going to get so much value from today's episode. Kinsey helps down to earth entrepreneurs market their business online in ways that feel good. I mean, come on, y'all. That is what we're all about. She loves to help um, them learn how to grow their business without wasting their precious time or making them feel like they're losing their mind. She focuses on their authentic brand vibe, purposeful storytelling, creating content from a place of joy and genuine marketing tactics that don't make you feel icky. She's the host of the Feel Good Social podcast and hosts a super rad online membership, the Feel Good Social Club for down-to-earth entrepreneurs who want to create content with ease. I mean, come on, y'all. That is what we are all about on this show. You're going to love today's episode. I cannot wait for you to hear all of the just such just juicy, fiery topics that we get into during our conversation on today's show. You're going to love this. Be sure that you come tag me on Instagram at the Tiffany Wynn and tag Kinsey after you listen to today's episode and let us know what your favorite thing that we talked about was because we get into a lot. So without further ado, here is today's special guest episode with Kinsey Stribe of Feel Good Social. Fix that crown queen. Take a seat on that throne. We're going in. Hey queen, welcome to the Cash In on Confidence podcast, the show for social sellers who want to make a big impact and income. We are on a mission to transform the network marketing space by challenging societal standards and industry norms. I'm Tiffany Wynn. After spending years running circles in my business, I finally ditched the grind for grace and built a multiple six-figure social selling empire. Around here, we mix faith with action to build businesses that pursue our purpose, use our gifts for glory, and align with our soul goals. If you're ready to grow against the grain and go from overwhelmed to overflowing, uncertain to unstoppable, striving to thriving, and turn that next level confidence into cash, then take a seat on that throne and fix your crown queen because we're about to pray, slay, and get paid. I am so excited for today's episode because we are in for such a treat. I know you guys love it when I have special guests on the show. And today we have Kinsey Strive with us from Feel Good Social Podcast. And I think we are so going to vibe with Kinsey because everything that she shares about marketing and social media and showing up online is completely what we love to talk about here on this show and just doing things from a place of authenticity and what is right for us. So Kinsey, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me on, Tiffany. I'm so excited to chat with you. We were chatting a little bit before we started recording and I was like, oh, I vibe with this yes. lady so much. And I, I know your it. listeners too. So thank you so much for having me, honey. 
Of course. I think this is going to be so much fun. So I would love for you to just let us know a little bit more about you and how you got started in this space and kind of what led you to having this mindset around social media that is a little bit different than a lot of what we see and hear from other people and other coaches and um, people who are showing up online and trying to get you to do it this one exact way. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I know I'm laughing over here because it is, it's so true. Like, um, and that's kind of been my experience with social media, which is how I kind of honed in on that angle, you know, but, um, long story short, my little, you know, quote unquote elevator pitch is that, um, I help down to earth entrepreneurs market your biz on social media in a way that feels good to you. That's going to get you the best results without wasting your precious time or making it feel like it's sucking your soul. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, it's, it's real. Like I feel that so deeply in my own soul because it's Absolutely. been my own experience with it. Um, and what's so funny too, is, you know, I, uh, kind of had this social media marketing business plop into my lap in a way. Um, I wasn't very good at social media probably like seven years ago now-ish. Um, yeah. I you know, didn't really know much about it. I actually remember the moment that one of my friends who is like a snow, a pro snowboarder type of thing, like she looked at me like seven years ago, you know, being like, Kins, like, don't post that way. Like don't post like (laughs) 10 posts at once. And like, what are you doing? Like, she's like, you need to use social media to like, you know, build your own brand and like to say something. And I kind of looked at her like, what are you talking about? Like (laughs) what is like marketing on social media and stuff? And then, you know, um, you know, fast forward a little bit, my now fiance and I, um, we met each other, like you know, six years ago, and we decided to do the whole quit your job and travel through Asia for six months thing. And um, that was super fun. We were like, we're going to become, you know, travel influencers and all that. (laughs) I had big dreams for that trip, but guess what didn't happen? The travel (laughs) influence. It was fine, but I was just like, this is taking up way too much time. And I feel like I can't spend time on my trip, you know, enjoying it and stuff. Um, But it kind of opened me up to the world of social media marketing. So then when we got back from that trip, I found a job at a restaurant serving tables to make some cash. And the woman there knew that I had been doing social media stuff and doing the blogging stuff for our trip. And so she's like, you know how to do this. Why don't you do this? And I was like, sure. And you know, it's kind of this backward way of coming into social media marketing, figure out, figuring out this world. I ended up being pretty decent at it, you know, gained some clients and all that stuff. But when, then I went through that journey of, um, you know, trying to create a business like everyone else had online, you know, really trying to create that social media agency, doing what you should do and all that different stuff. And it like affected me in my business. And it also affected me personally, like feeling like I couldn't show, like I was trying to be someone all the time and it was super frustrating and exhausting. And finally, like something clicked to where I was like, nope, I'm just going to be me. And I'm just going to create a business with like my own opinions and lean into what feels good in social media and everything kind of snowballed from there. (laughs) So that's my long story. (laughs) I love that so much. And I can relate to so much of what you just shared about, (laughs) you know, being on social media and feeling like you have to like show up as this 
person and you feel so much, there's so much pressure. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes around how we feel like we're supposed to do things. And then yeah. we end up, it ends up not being enjoyable anymore. And who wants to be doing something that you don't enjoy and trying to also at the same time monetize this and it's your job and you're trying to make an income. But at the end of the day, you're like, it's draining you. Mm-hmm. And that is just so not the vibe. <laughs> so not the vibe. And so I would love for you to share now that you have gotten into this space on social media, what does social media look like for you now? Yeah, I mean, man, you know, <laughs> there's it's so funny too because there's so many changes in the platforms and all the different things, right? And so yeah. really the background of my business, and I work with a lot of different types of entrepreneurs and in a lot of different industries, right? It's so funny. Like everyone says niche down, niche down, niche down on industry, you know, and I feel like I'm kind of niching down more on values, like the values of wanting to create a plan of attack. That's actually doable for you. So you don't always feel like you're running behind on this content creation hamster wheel, you know, um, setting boundaries that are healthy, uh, And so like healthy scrolling habits, not only for your business, but also personally, like taking the urgency out of things is a huge cornerstone of the way I approach social media and life in general now. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I think a lot of this too stemmed from me hearing all of these marketers online and really going through that journey of being a new entrepreneur myself, being new ish to marketing myself. Like as I was creating my business, having people tell me, you know, consistency is key. You have to show up on social media Uh every single day. You have to show up on all the platforms and all the places you have to be available, like on call to answer DM within five minutes or else like the world is going to go down in a fiery ball of flames. It's like, no, (laughs) Uh huh. So now yeah. I kind of like do the backwards approach. And honestly, too, it's so funny. I really believe in like my values. I believe that the values that I use to approach social media marketing and that I teach my people, I think that that's actually the best way to do it. Honestly, in order to create like a sustainable business for yourself that you don't hate your life and that you'll be able to continue for the long term, you know? Yeah. Um, And then also just, I think that I promote a lot of like showing up really authentically online, like purposefully telling personal stories that are going to connect on that deeper, genuine level with your ideal customers and uh, building relationships with people. Like I kind of take the uh, word of mouth approach to social media marketing in a way where it's like, I don't care how many likes you get. I don't care how big your following is. Like what I care about is, are you having conversations with people that are like connective and genuine? Cause that's how you're going to see the best results, like long-term, you know? Oh my gosh. I like, we are soul sisters. (laughs) So much of what you said, I am just over here like, yes, yes, yes. Like so good. I relate to so much of that. And I fully believe in like, I have the same mindset around the consistency piece and around, you know, just the connection piece. Um, I know you've probably heard this too before, but the no like and trust factor thing, Mm -hmm. I've always been like, that just doesn't resonate with me for some reason. Mm -hmm. And it's because like, I'm not showing up on social media to be liked. 
I'm showing up on social media to make connections. And I think there's a big difference between trying to create content for people to like you and trying to create content for connection and to build relationships and to, you know, have add value to people. And that is just, those are two completely different things. And I think that mindset around the no like and trust factor makes a lot of people be so inauthentic to themselves and to their brands and to their values, like you said, in Mm -hmm. doing things that don't align with them. And I think that if we just switch that out and started thinking of it as the no connect and trust factor, it would be it would be a completely different game on social media, you know, a completely different mindset and approach to how we show up on social media. And I, I love that you have that same kind of mindset. You know, it's not about the quantity, which mm-hmm. is somewhere along the way on social media, the quantity became like the, the golden star of like what you're supposed to be reaching for the more followers and more likes and all of those things. When really it's never been about that. It's about the quality. And are you having quality conversations? Because who cares if you have a hundred thousand followers, if you're only three of them are actually, you know, invested Mm -hmm. in you and actually engaging and really feeling connected to you. Doesn't really, that number doesn't mean anything. Oh my gosh, completely. And I just have to say, girl, you gave me goosebumps. When you said no connected trust, I love that. You're totally giving me something to like mull over with my own messaging yeah. here too, right? Yeah. You know? um, but it's so true. Like, uh, uh, it's exactly, it's like people, like the we are so attached to our egos as humans, you know? And so it's super natural for us to like, well, super space natural, not supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like maybe a little supernatural too. No. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But it's natural for us to like, uh, be sucked into the numbers, right. To be sucked into mm-hmm. the things that boost our ego, mm-hmm. um, on, like online, just in general in life and all that different stuff. But like, that's not truly what's going to get you like the sustainable, like concrete results that last, you know, and uh, it's so true. I was actually, and you know, what's so funny. I was actually having a conversation with one of my (laughs) one-on-one coaching clients yesterday, and we were talking about selling, you know, she's always felt kind of icky when it comes to selling and stuff. So we've been doing a lot of work when it comes to like reframing, you know, as you know, it's not you going up on the big stage and just tooting like with your own agenda, just promoting your own agenda. It's you being helpful to people who you can help. Right. So we've been doing a lot of work around that. And and it's just taking the ego out of it. Right. And it's like reframing that stuff instead of like feeling like you need to look all cool and you're trying to like sell your offers from like a stage to people. It's like, no, having one-on-one conversations and trying to put yourself in your ideal customer's shoes and understand like, how can I best serve them? You know? I love that. And I love that image of thinking about it as like, you're not trying to get up on this big old stage and be like, Hey everybody, I have this thing. You probably want it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like you're at a coffee shop and you're chatting Mm -hmm. one-on-one with that person and you're able to, you know, tell them why, what you have to offer would benefit that one specific person and really Mm -hmm. help that one specific person. And when you have that, that mindset switch of, being up on the stage and selling to anyone and everyone. And I think that's where a lot of people come on social media and they're just so afraid of not 
being able to sell anything that they're like trying to sell to everyone, you know? And it's like, they're just shouting out from the stage and just hoping that anyone hears them. And it's like, (laughs) oh man, I'm interested. Rather than being like, let's just make connections on a deeper level with people because mm-hmm. I, you're probably going to have a better result speaking to that person as if you're one-on-one in the coffee shop than yeah. if you're like on the stage trying to speak to thousands of people and just shouting it out to them in a very generic and watered down way. Oh, Rich, totally. Like I use that, um, that kind of explanation and analogy whenever I talk about writing your captions and writing copy on social media, right? Because yeah. it's like, yeah, you're not shouting, you're not speaking to people from a stage. You're not exactly. speaking at people from a stage. You're speaking as if like you're sitting next to one of your ideal customers, like super ideal customers in a coffee shop. So maybe you're like whispering something into their ear. Maybe you're like joking about something that like you're observing the man in the corner has like a funny hat on or something. You know what I mean? Like it's more connective and personal. And not only like, is that better? Is that going to get you better results? But also it like takes the pressure off of yourself. Cause like, you know, you can get stage fright on the proverbial social media stage for sure. (laughs) Yes, it's, it's so true. And I think a lot of people think like, oh, it's social media. These people aren't actually like here in front of me. It doesn't have to be scary, but really, honestly, I feel like people almost feel more scared around like social media than sometimes they would be if they really were in a coffee shop with just one person. You know, because it, I mean, I think it almost feels like when you are putting something on social media that the whole world sees it mm-hmm. and, you know, and so there's like this feeling of like, oh my gosh, someone's <laughs> going to see this and not like it. And they're going to think I'm this and or they're going to think I'm that when it's just like, just breathe. I, I, I feel like we're in this, this space with social media where it's like, everyone's holding their breath. You know, I just want to be like, breathe. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Totally. I'm, I don't know how uh your listeners will respond to this some people love this and some people are like this is kind of depressing but um I have a coaching client Tanya who that's exactly how she has felt you know I've actually been working with her for two years now and um it's insane like the transformation she's made from being afraid to post on Instagram because she doesn't want to look dumb or like show up as like unprofessional or she felt like all the eyes were on her like that's literally how it feels and how it felt for her was like she's gonna hit that post button and everyone in the world is gonna see this post yeah Tanya okay let's talk like reality let's give a little reality check here real quick you know you post on social media and especially when you're starting out very few people will actually be seeing your posts, you know? And so you're not as in the spotlight as you think you are. And also we're all the stars of our own lives, literally. Like we're all just on our phones. If you think about it from your ideal customer's perspective, who you're posting for, they're just scrolling through their Instagram every day. And if they land on your post, sure, like they'll probably connect with it and love it and all that stuff. But they're also just scrolling on to the next post. Exactly. They're not judging you as much as you're judging you. Right. Right. So that's why I always remind her. (laughs) Exactly. I think we're just because like we talked about the ego, we're so caught up in our own egos that we just think that everyone is as worried about us as we were worried about us. (laughs) And so we have this mindset that like, if you create something and you put it on social media and someone doesn't like it, that they're going to be thinking about that thing for weeks. And it's just like, no, like they might have a thought for a second, but then they're moving on. 
Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal for them. And you're making it a bigger deal than anybody else would ever make it. And so it doesn't really, it's not as big of a deal. I think a lot of times that's what we feel like it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And, and you just need to kind of start putting things out there, like really navigate that line between, you know, trying your best and doing your best work, but also just like remembering this is just social media. This is just one Instagram post, like just post it and you'll get better with practice. You know, you really do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I loved that you talked about setting boundaries. And I think that that is something that is super important. Mm-hmm. Also, I um, run my business from home and I have my one-year-old is home with me during the day and I have a four-year-old that goes to school, um, but she you know, is home with me for a lot of the day. Mm-hmm. And my husband's work schedule is crazy. So there's a lot of days where it's just me and I'm running this business. And there have been times prior to me really just like taking this complete shift around how I see social media and building my business mm-hmm. that I have had extreme burnout periods where I have been just completely wanting to just be like, okay, I am completely done because I was so exhausted. And I felt like I was on my phone constantly. And I remember the moment for me when I was like, oh my gosh, this like, this really is not good is when my husband told me that he was like, I don't care how much money you're making, you know, on social media. Like, I want you to pay attention to our family Mm -hmm. because my head was constantly in my phone. Like you were saying, like feeling like if I got a message, I got a DM that I had to respond immediately, or that person would be like no longer interested or they would, you know, forget about me or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just felt like I needed to be constantly engaging with people, you know, like constantly trying to be, you know, on the go and productive. And if I wasn't working on social media, then like I was wasting my time. Mm -hmm. So I know I have had to set a lot of boundaries around social media and my business and just really navigating, like you said, those values, not just in my business, but in my life and what that looks like as putting my family above everything else and all of those things. So can you give us some tips on setting boundaries when it comes to social media? Oh yeah, lady, I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously, uh, because I've definitely gone through several, yep, several burnout stretches in my business, you know, and I also very deeply feel uh, how easy it is to get sucked into social media. I, I know that feeling of like, thinking you need to be on call, uh, to stay relevant, like always be active to stay relevant and all that different stuff, like for sure. Um, and actually recently I like, um, kind of went through this experience in February of, uh, this year because I decided it was finally time to attack reels. Right. (laughs) I I stayed off the reels train or like dabbled in the reels train Mm -hmm. for a hot minute, just cause I'm like, "Eh." like, you know, sometimes you have to choose when it comes to content creation, what content you can create and what you have time for and what you don't and all that different stuff. But, um, you know, February, I decided I was like, I really want to tackle reels, spend 30 days doing reels. Cause I heard a lot of people shouting like 
30 days of reels. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, really pay attention to what's working, what's not working. And like, just kind of analyze and see like what's happening on the platform and all the different stuff. But up until then, you know, I had definitely gone through all of those things where I was scrolling too often. I felt like I always need to be commenting. I needed to post every day, you know? And so last June, actually I had decided, okay, I'm only going to post five times a week for social media for feel good social. And I'm going to take the weekends off. Right. So up until February, I had set those boundaries for myself, like taking the weekends off social media. And I was loving it. You know, it was hard at first. It was kind of weird and hard at first, but then I did it. But then in February, you know, I started up again, the daily reels and I literally could feel throughout the month, like my mental health going downhill. It's insane. It's crazy. I've yeah. had that same experience when I like try to be like, okay, I'm going to rev it up. And then it's just like, I feel by meter just dipping, <laughs> dipping. It's like, so it's exhausting. And you know, what's so funny too. I actually, I enjoyed the creation process of reels more so than I thought I would. <laughs> Cause I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be annoying. And I was like, oh, this is actually fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, just paying attention to the insights, doing reels research, spending so much time on there for that. Like I felt myself really starting to get sucked into making the numbers mean something about me, you know, um, comparisonitis when it came to like seeing other people doing really well with their reels and then me being like, well, this one flopped (laughs) for myself, you know? Um, and so it was one of those things where it was like, wow, you know? Um, and so honestly, what I ended up doing was at the end of February, I was like, okay, I'm going back to taking the weekends off. That's my first, um, tip for like setting boundaries. It's like, give yourself permission to only post like not every day, you know, if you don't want to, you know, give yourself permission, set some boundaries for yourself. Like I'm going to take the weekends off social media. And, you know, also what I always like to say is if you end up like slipping up or if you end up like, uh, you know, accidentally scrolling on a Sunday afternoon or something like that, Mm -hmm. it's okay. You know, The thing about Instagram and anything really is if you fall off the horse, you can always hop back on it and it's fine. And don't put extra guilt on yourself for, for like not doing it perfectly. Right. right? I feel like that's why diets don't work for a lot of people. (laughs) Day five, they eat a donut and they're like, diet's over. (laughs) It's like, that's so true. (laughs) That is so true. Yeah. So like set boundaries for yourself, like, and in like intentional boundaries, but if you don't always make it happen, that's totally okay. Um, Oh, so sorry. My, my dog. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, scrolling limits for yourself is I think important as well. I don't think we realize how mentally exhausting it is for us to scroll on social media. Um, Like I would rather you binge a Netflix TV show than scroll on social media, like habitually, you know what I mean? Because you're scrolling through 500 to 5,000 different topics and different ideas for content every day. And not only are you like, can you be sucked into comparisonitis? Not only do you not have control over what you're consuming? Right. So you might be having a good day. And then all of a sudden a post that pops up, that's like <laughs> totally wrecks you emotionally. For happens. Sure. But like it your happens. brain can't navigate that. Like your brain, you're, you're, 
overloading your brain with information without giving your brain enough time to process it. Right. So, oh my gosh, yes. Oh, it's so exhausting. So that's definitely one of those things. Yeah. I think and two, when it comes to like, you know, setting those boundaries and being on social media, I think I talk about this a lot, like to my clients and my team about how I think a lot of times people who work on social media, who, you know, that's a part of their business. A lot of times we confuse working our business with just binging and just vegging out on social media, because Mm -hmm. I know sometimes I'll like talk to my clients and I'll, you know, ask them, they'll be like, I'm working my business. Like, I don't understand. Like I've been on social media. I've been so consistent, which is another thing (laughs) that I'm like, ah, the consistency piece people feel, I think a lot of times too, people confuse consistency with, um, with value, you know, like being consistent, mm-hmm. I think having actual potent time on social media is more important than being consistent in my opinion. But mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways, back to what I, was. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> yes. I'm like, if you would just take the time, like you, like, you know, having that boundary of five days, a week, if you're, if those five days are really potent, then those two days that you're going to be off, aren't going to make that big of a deal. Whereas if you're like, oh my gosh, you got to post today because it's day six and you're just (laughs) flapping up anything just to say that you were there because you're trying to be quote unquote consistent, then like, Mm -hmm. what's the point? But what I was getting getting at is I think a lot of times people will feel like they're working on their social media, but really they're just scrolling or they'll Mm -hmm. be like, and they'll say like, oh, well, I was looking for, you know engaging like they said that that's their engagement time like I was engaging with other people like no you were just scrolling and you lost track of time because you got trapped in the you know mindless holes being on social media and like one of the mm-hmm. boundaries that I've been trying to set lately is I don't pick up my phone and get on social media until after I have done like my morning routine and like done my you know journaling and my devotional and things like that because if you don't have the awareness of how social media is affecting your thoughts and your mood and your energy, it is very easy. Like you said, to see a post that maybe triggers something in you Mm -hmm. and you might not even realize that it was that post that triggered something, but you just know, like all of a sudden you feel anxious or all of a sudden you feel sad or all of a sudden you feel, you know, like mad or angry or just in a bad mood. And you're like, I don't even know where this came from, but it was like, (laughs) you were just vegging on social media and saw a post that triggered something about in you. Maybe you like see someone and you have that comparisonitis, like you said, and now you're like all anxious because you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm not there yet. And I should be where Mm -hmm. she's at. Or, you know, she has some, this, this, and this, and I don't, and now you feel all icky and weird and you're just in a bad energy now. And you're like, I don't even know why. Yeah. Oh, it happens all the time. For me, for me too, you know, even knowing all this, you know, um, and so it's normal. And so I think like just having that awareness is like the first step, right. And, Mm -hmm. and getting curious about it. Right. And the more you start to realize, oh my gosh, I was feeling so good this morning. And then all of a sudden I'm like in a super crappy mood, like what happened? Um, oh, I think I was like scrolling on social media and that post popped up and stuff. So what can I do, you know, in the future to help this? Well, you know, I can realize that next time I see a post from that person, I might not feel very good. If you need to, you can totally mute or unfollow someone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, set the scrolling limitations, like you said, turn off notifications. I don't get notifications from Instagram for That's most so of the day. 
because it's so easy to get, it's just understanding your, your human, um, like your human natural tendencies, right. That we all have the instinctual things where it's like, we can't really stop ourselves from like feeling like, Ooh, or like it takes practice to not feel comparisonitis, you know, it um, it's, it and also, you know, it's super instinctual for us to see a notification on our phone and have to check it, you know, yep. like they've kind of trained us to do that at that point. So how can you fix that? Like stop yourself from getting notifications when you need to focus, you know, for sure. Yeah. I know I personally, um, have set a limit on my phone um, so on iPhone, I don't know about Androids, but I know on iPhone, you, there's a place in your settings where you can set like a time limit for social media apps. And so mm-hmm. I have mine set for a certain number of hours a day. And I thought about like, Hey, how long do I think it's actually going to take me on social media, do all the things each day that I need to do for my business. And I set the limit at that. And once those hours are up for the day, those social media apps black out on my phone. And like, I have to go in and like change the setting if I want to try to get back in them. But more than anything, it's really helped me to be aware of like how much I'm using social media. Because when I first did that, it would be like noon and it would already be like blacked out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been on social media for this long. I don't think people really realize, you know, like how Uh much time they're actually spending on social media. So even if you're not going to like, stick to it. I would think it would be so awesome if people just tried that and just set it for like a certain number of hours, set it for like three hours. And I feel like that's even being super generous. Um, Mm -hmm. if social media is not like your full-time job, that's a lot of time on a social media app in one day, right? (laughs) And it does add up quick. quick. And I think people will think like, Oh, I don't even spend that much time. Like think about like how much time you actually spend on social media. Um, a day. Most people are probably like, oh, like an hour, two hours. And I encourage you to like set it for that time. And then just actually see, just actually see mm-hmm. how long you're actually spending on there. Cause I think a lot of people will be surprised that you're spending a lot more time on social media than you actually think you are. Oh my gosh. So true. And it's so funny. And also guys don't feel guilty when you see that number because it happens to all of us. I don't know. I like to be really intentional. You kind of were saying that this is what you do as you do as well. Um, with like your scrolling and the time you spend on it, right? Like I dedicate specific time to reels research, right? So it's like, um, if I'm scrolling through reels, I'm sure enjoying the hilarious content that I'm seeing, but I'm also thinking like, is this an audio that I could recreate for feel good social? How could I use this? You know, is this a good idea? And, or, you know, for me as a social media marketer, could I send this reel as inspiration to one of my people, you know, Um, also engaging, you know, I, I sometimes if I'm really getting hard with the boundaries, I'll just make a list of, uh, my very favorite, most ideal customer type of people. Mm -hmm. And I will just go to their accounts for 15 minutes, like five days a week or something. Um, go, just go down the list of my intentional ideal customers, go to each of their accounts and like leave a comment on one of their posts or respond to their Instagram stories, you know? Um, or if I'm scrolling anytime, one of my ideal customers pops up in my feed, I will like pause and leave a genuine comment on their post, you know? Um, so it's just like being intentional with the way you're using the platform. So you don't get like 
sucked into the mindless scroll I think (laughs) that is like I think that is the overarching thing is like being intentional and using social media intentionally not that like being on social media for fun is bad or like you shouldn't be using it and like for fun just being intentional about it you know being mindful of it um, and how you're using it I think it's the important thing so this has been so awesome. You have given us so many nuggets to really just help us in this crazy social media world. Um, and so I just want to thank you, Kenzie, for showing up here today and serving us and just giving us so much value. Oh my goodness, Tiffany, this has been such a fun conversation for me. I'm so glad that we've connected and I'm so excited to be shared with your listeners and all that stuff. Thank you so much for having me on the yes. show. Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Can you let us know where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. Um, my Instagram is at feelgoodsocial. Uh, give me a follow and send me a message letting me know you came from the podcast. I'll totally give you a follow back and start stalking and creeping on all of your Instagram posts on there too. Yes. Um, and then my website is feelgoodsocial.com. And then I'm host of the Feel Good Social podcast, which Tiffany is going to be a guest on as well. And I'm super excited about it. I'm so excited. It's going to be so awesome. Well, I know that you guys have loved this episode and I just cannot wait for you to go guys to go connect with Kinsey on um, Instagram and all the places. She has so much value for you. So thank you again, Kinsey, and I will see you soon. Yay. Thank you. (laughs) Girlfriend. Did you love that episode or did you love that episode? <laughs> Let me know. Take a screenshot, put it in your Instagram stories and tag me at the Tiffany Wynn. The more that we can share the love of this podcast, the more women that we are going to help. And the more women that we help, the more women we're going to see walking around being audacious about their ambition and glowing unapologetically. Would that not be the kind of world that you want to live in? I know I do. So make sure you're subscribed to this show and make sure you leave me a review. Come hang out with me on Instagram in between episodes and I will chat with you again real soon. Love you.